Hello and welcome to the Awaken Your Business podcast. My name is Tyson Sharp and after coaching hundreds of online entrepreneurs, it became very clear that the vast majority were looking to grow a successful business unconsciously as a solution to feel enough, to feel worthy, to even feel safe and secure. And so it's in this podcast where we face those internal challenges head on and we do it through self-connection, we do it through elevated consciousness and heartfelt courage so that you can learn how to build a successful and aligned business simply as a byproduct of your personal awakening. So when you're ready, take a deep breath and I'll see you on the inside. What's up, superstars? I just got done with a crazy cool uh, conversation and I jumped on here straight away to record the intro uh, because I'm just excited about what's in here. I'm excited about uh, introducing you to Michael Silvers and uh, and you just gaining so much from this conversation because so many people in the network, so many people have, uh, who are in the community are doing so because they're looking to collaborate, right? Because you are all looking to build this network, whether it be of leaders, whether it be of clients, whether it be of people you can collaborate with, uh, because you are starting to realize that your network is going to provide you with that platform so you can share into the world what you're here to share and create the impact you're here to create. And so I'll explain a little bit about Michael. I'll explain a bit about the uh, what he's, what he, you know, what he's here to do and how he helps. But here's what you will take away from this conversation. Uh, Not only is it about why coming from a place of service is key, especially these days, uh, but how to reach out to those key players in your industry so you can build those relationships with them. How to do that from a heart-centered place in a way that feels aligned and also where you come from a place of service. And as you consistently build your network, Michael gives you step-by-step things you can do day in, day out so that it's consistently growing and so you can get that momentum going. You can get that momentum moving. And one thing we talk about, which is so key that I don't really uh, focus on all that much that I'm, I'm now very, very aware of, is truly listening. When you're networking, when you're building your business, when you're out there engaging with the with the community, truly listening gives you the edge above all else. And this is the type of topics we dive into. So at the end, you'll have this not only a step-by-step thing you can take action on right now, but the deep insights of how a master really does it. So who is Michael? Michael Silvers leads the way with peak performance. He's helped tens of thousands of people uh, engineer the the life they want to live and also the wealth that they want to see in their life as well. And he shared stages with Tony Robbins. Uh, Tiav Eka, it's Robert Kiyosaki, Les Brown, Draymond John, uh, uh, Kevin Harrington, these huge thought leaders he has been able to share the stage with and have them in his network. So it's going to be really cool to learn how you can do that as well. And Michael's mentored and coached so many people in the entertainment industry in terms of producers, directors, writers, actors, and help them meet their their personal and professional goals. And you'll see why when you hear his story and when you hear the place that he comes from. Um, So if you're looking to add more value to your network and also expand your network in the same way, you're going to get a lot out of this. Feel free to jump over to to Michael and his website. Feel free to check out The Mentor Studio. TheMentorStudio.com is where you can find that and and find out everything about Michael, what he's got doing, and how uh, how you can help him, and how he can serve you on his platforms. So I'm so keen to hear what you get out of this and what you can uh, implement moving forward. So without further ado, here is that conversation. Okay, guys, welcome back to the Awaken Your Business podcast. Uh, as soon as I talked to Michael, I talked to you. When was it? Like last last week or week before? Yeah. Um, it was. It was. It was interesting not only to hear his uh, background and the vast experience of business and networking and the people he's got to work for and uh, and starting his own thing. I mean, it's just it's just a, a whirlwind of experience and just such <laughs> such valuable nuggets in here. If you're looking to expand your network, grow a business, grow online, do it in a way that is authentic, in a way that's real, in a way that makes the most impact. 
uh, this is the conversation for you because Michael's got so much uh, knowledge, so many tools, tips, strategies that we can, uh, that we can implement. I know I'm going to get a lot out of it. If you get a lot out of it as a listener, as a byproduct, that's great as well. Uh, but Michael, I'd love to first of all, welcome you and open up the floor to explain a bit about who you are and what did you do? Yeah, no, sounds fantastic. And Tyson, thank you for having me on. Um, you know, it's, you look at our varied backgrounds and experiences and I always tell people this is like the, the one minute feed basically, but born and raised in LA, that's Los Angeles. Um, and was a police officer. I've been a clinical psychologist, right? I keep moving through. Uh, I was a male nurse. All the jokes are done. Um, and at that point, my wife and I realized there has to be more. So we actually, we, we unexpectedly, and my wife really got us going, was moved into network marketing, really created a big business very quickly, which moved us into personal development because we met Bob Proctor right away. And some of you might know Bob Proctor. Um, and we started to research and really take a look at personal development and how as we were building teams, you know, because I realized right away it's a business. I also realized right away that it was about building teams. And if you, you know, if you can lead, you know, so we really became leaders and she just created this brilliant team and we did it together. And at the same time, we started to move into very heavily in personal development, but because we had a team of leaders that had gone through personal development, they're like, do what you want to do and continue on. So we built the coaching and training business and worked with a gentleman named Chris Howard in NLP for about five and a half, five years. And guess where that was? Australia. He, he had a presence in the U.S. He had a presence in, in England and South, South Africa, and we had a presence through Asia, but Australia was our base. So we spent a lot of time building our business down there. We did many events, which was fun. I mean, I got to see, we, we lived on Darling Harbor for a long time, you could say, because our, our main office was there. Um, and then at the same time, because I was always, and so was my wife, we were saying, how can we be of service and how can we help? Which always led us to something else. Because when that train was sort of leaving and it was time to move on for Chris Howard, I got a call from T. Harvecker, The Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. And in the U.S., Peak Potentials was the biggest player except for Tony Robbins. Um, he had already hit the presence around the world with success resources, but it was because of always being of service. How can I help? What else? What else can I build? Um, so I started to build international programs for him. That's where I really started to hit the stage. They started to put me on the big stages um, because really more from a trainer perspective than a keynote. But what that did is I kept saying, how can I now I'm traveling the world? And I mean, we literally were just never home. My wife and I, as we created the business and that turned into, for me, working for success resources for eight years, their Tony Robbins exclusive promoter for Tony and Robert Kiyosaki and Richard Branson. But again, it was because I was sitting with Richard Tan, the owner one day in Sydney. And I said, you know what, anything I can do at the event? He says, yeah, why don't you let me bring people from the, the audience and you sell them at the back table? That's something I was, I mean, I can do. Right. But I, I asked, I said, how can I be of service? And he never forgot that, which turned into a year and a half later working with them for eight years um, and then meeting a gentleman named Bill Walsh. And that led to I, I do a lot with Power Team now has 300 events a year in virtual suites, which turned into meeting people that ran a podcasting company that produced. See how this works. So it continues to just always it builds on how my wife and I learned a long time ago. How can we be of service? So we obviously have a podcast show. We launched 12 other podcasts. Um, and I'm still asking today, when I walk into a room, I'm not the trainer on stage. How, can I move a chair? Can I do anything to help the team? And that makes a big difference. And that's sort of our background in a nutshell. Wow. And that's what this, my online network and, and this community is, that's what they're all about, right? It's just basically, I mean, we, we organize collaboration calls where everyone on there it's not only explaining about their business, but everyone's asking themselves a question of how may I serve? How can I help? Who can I connect you with? And that just seemed to lead you one step after the other uh, to, to scaling and building and, you know, growing your network. Um, my question would be from going from building your online, uh, building your network marketing to then getting to meeting all these really cool speakers and being a promoter and then asking how you can add value and getting on stage and doing that at the huge events. What was the answer for you when you asked, how may I serve? What was that thing that you were wanting to teach people from, from stage or from, from that platform? Yeah, the biggest thing, you know, for us that really was important, important was that um, people stopped being stuck where they're at and that how can I help the transition 
but also how do we create the action plan? And we could talk about that later. So we do a lot with the business funnel. Um, and I realized early on, part of the problem is, and working, and, and actually I went to T. Harvecker's courses back in 2000 when he was new in the US, um, but I realized that when The Secret launched, the movie The Secret, the Bob Proctor and everyone, the one thing they've always said was, it's great concept about manifestation, but we also missed a piece of the action. <laughs> it sounds like a, a mafia movie. And so realizing how do we take people down a path of success while still being of service the whole way. And that really became part of that value proposition for us. Wow, cool. So you basically allowed people to, who are already learning about personal growth and manifestation to put an action plan to that. Is that right? That's correct. Because if you look at my background, right, with everything that I've done, I also spent years growing up at the Zen Center of Los Angeles. So you know, my uncle was the first American Roshi. So there was a lot of meditation around, but I was a teenager. And you know what that means when you're a teenager? It's like, great. My parents would do something called uh, Sashin. So they'd go meditate all day long, quietly. House was mine. Life was good. This is the best religion I've ever seen in my whole life. Um, but what I realized is with all that, the, the, the meditation, what was around me, there was still an action plan because within two years they had bought a whole block in Los Angeles. That's all the way around. So you're talking, you know, whatever back then, even probably $10 million worth of properties because there was always still an action. It was something that was being created. And today I still, I teach that same thing. We talk about taking those quiet moments, making sure I do a lot of prayer now. Prayer has been, you know, much more part of my life for the last eight to 10 years. Um, and then what actions am I going to take? But do those actions relate to a being of service in somehow, some way? Mm. So we, we built a big mastermind and I wouldn't have built it. So it was a four and a half day mastermind and we, we sold it out every single year. But one day we spent being of service. Mm. So we worked with the wounded warriors. We worked with different organizations, you know, whatever, whatever city we were in, we, we'd feed the homeless. And I always used to sell them out. The mastermind was, you know, 25,000. But I would always say, if that's not for you, this is not the right mastermind. Because it was about, the first of all, the members. It was about who's in there and to be of service, not about the money. Mm. So being of service was the main focus there. Is that right? That's correct. And we did it within even the mastermind itself. It was, it was built on a concept of how can I how can I be of service to others? I'm not there for my business because it will come back tenfold. And so, you know, year after year after year, we would get, and that's how I would present it. Um, I would do it from you, the small stages in the back because it's more of a personal, you know, um, breakout is what we call, but it was always very much, I would tell the story, the story of what we did, then what my wife and I did, what we built, but how we were always of service. And to be part of this mastermind, it's not that I have a credit card and I could lay it down today and pay it in full. It's not what it's about. But do you truly understand you're going to be of service for the next year to the mastermind itself? Wow, cool. Give me an idea of what it was like giving back for that, you know, whether it be the Wounded Warriors or whether it be some sort of other charity. What was, it, what was that like participating in that? And what did that do for your business, even if it was just for that day? Yeah. Okay. So a great story we have. Um, we were in, uh, we did an event. This was, I think, a year and a half ago in Maui. And so what we had arranged for the day was to build bicycles for the brothers and for, for uh, Boys and Girls Club of Maui. And they needed, they figured we would probably in two and two, I think we had maybe three hours that we could be in this facility. Because um, sometimes you have to, you know, with all the legality and then we could go, we played at the club, that's different. But to build these bikes, we had, I think they gave us two and a half hours and they figured we'd make about 20 bikes. And there was 20 of us, I think. Um, and so we got there and we got there. They told us why we're doing it. And this is the, this is Christmas presents for all these kids. They'll have nothing else. Um, so right away, you know, there's more than you. And even the members felt that it's, we're doing more, we're, we're creating um, but within two and a half hours, I think they gave us two, we built 120 bikes. Wow. Going from and, 20, 20 was the expectation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They had no idea who we were, but, um, and what it did is it gave everybody that feeling of, I did something today outside of myself 
And I think that's where manifestation comes in then because then the universe says, wow, you're ready for more. And, and they can bring more into your business. They bring more into your life. Because um, you're saying to the universe, I'm not too busy to be out there and to be helping. Mm. Um, we did that too. Father Joe's is a Catholic facility down in San Diego. They house 5,000 homeless. It's one of the largest in the world that do that. Um, and we, we painted the, the kids' play area, and they expected us to do one section. Well, in a day, we actually did the whole downstairs. And it was really funny because they said, you know, we had the Navy here last week for three days. You did more in one day than they did. But it's because we, when we get there, we're just ready to go. We're ready to be of service. And we frame it in the morning when we're on the bus going to the facility or taking the cars of what being of service means, how that translates, and how do you also build that into your business? Hmm. So everyone's hearing this and I know some people can get stuck in those patterns, those egoic patterns and don't necessarily resonate at an energetic level that giving and serving this way does come back tenfold. Like you said, uh, what would you, what would you say to those people who do get stuck in those egoic patterns of, of what can I get? How, how would you, how would you explain that it does come back tenfold? Yeah, it's, it's, so you have to you have to meet them where they're at and so when i meet somebody who's just that's not where they're at at the moment it's not about me convincing them what it is is can we build a small especially like if i you know i have a private coach i mean i, I price myself out is what we say but with my clients i used to be you know and actually most of my clients in the 2000s were all aussies aussies and kiwis um i used to really take a look at can you build 10 minutes in a day or even 10 minutes in a week. And then what was that experience for you? And what do you think it brought? And typically, once I got them doing it, it was huge. It was like, wow, that was actually really great. I really had no idea what that experience, and I got to slow down myself for a moment. But you have to do it from the perspective of it's not taking away what they think they're building, especially if it's around income. It can't look like it's gonna remove from that. It has to be an addition to, um, and that's, that's a critical piece is to meet people where they're at and they have to have that experience themselves. There's no magic bullet here. You know, we've had some, we had some that joined the mastermind actually that we actually released because they were all about themselves and the energy really, you know, we were aware of the energy in the mastermind. And I just said, and somebody said, well, they just don't care. No, they just, they're not there yet. Yeah. For whatever yeah. reason in their life, it's never, they don't know N-O, it's they don't know K-N-O-W. Yeah, everyone, everyone is on their journey. Everyone's on their perfect path. And we're all in our expansion. And sometimes that is, you know, what you can get. If someone's coming from a victim mentality, it is in their expansion to focus on how they can control the direction of their life. And sometimes that is going out and hard work hustling in terms of what you can get. Everyone's on their journey. Everyone's uh, on, their, on, on their spiritual path. And it's all in perfect harmony. Um, I know a lot of people are probably listening to this thinking, has this always been your focus? Have you always just been uh, your primary focus on serving or was there a specific time when that became your focus through, a, through an event or, or circumstance? Yeah, that's a great, you know, because usually there's the, the traumatic shift or the, right, you know, because we do a lot in entertainment. There's that, the story, the storyline, that, that little piece, the break, as we say. Um, for, you know, if I really look back at it, it was, I knew from the beginning I wanted to do something of service and but i didn't see it a lot around me i mean i had family members who did but you know i i you can give money easily but giving of your time was a whole different story and for me i really think actually it was such a part of my wife and who she is and what she does um i think that started by the time we were doing network marketing and just volunteering and i was volunteering more i think for me that was a big shift to have somebody next to me who was also doing that instead of me thinking it's taking time away because that's typically what happens it's taking time away i started to reframe it with her help of of and then i would actually do it or we do something i go that was cool that was amazing and then working with teams it was very much how could i be of service to the team and it came back 10 times fold okay so am i doing it because i know it comes back 10 times fold or am i and it it took probably 10 years for me to get that this is the way it really should be maybe it was aging maybe it was also i think the birth of my first grandchild really opened up the what do i want to teach him and what legacy do i want to leave 
That's cool. That's so cool. And everyone here who's listening will be able to take a lot from that because it is that journey. I've noticed this myself. So I'm starting a lot of, a lot of, you know, programs and, and things in my network, like the collaborative calls that are just from my, just from a passion project, just from my heart. Um, with the primary focus of how, how may I serve and how can I give and how can I help create this community where people thrive from a place of love. And in myself, I'm noticing this internal struggle of, but I'm not doing it for what I can get. And sometimes I'm like, okay, what can I get from it? And then I'm like, Oh no, you're not doing it from that thing. And you go through this uh, journey, which seemed like for you 10 years of taking action from that place and then saying, okay, that's not my primary energy. My pro- I'm not doing it so I can get 10 times back in return. I'm doing it because I'm, it's, it's who I am. It's what, I, it's what I'm for, all those different things. That's a lot of things that people can take away. Um, give it, get, it'd be cool to give it, uh, our listeners and myself an idea of when you started network marketing, what was it that you were doing and, and what did you have to develop in terms of beliefs that allowed it to grow so quickly? You know, I think the, well, it was, it was really amazing meeting Bob Proctor right away because he was part of the company. His wife had a big role in the company. And that led me right to Zig Ziglar, who was, you know, the big guy in sales. And I met him and that led me right to, they said, you got to take this thing called the millionaire mind intensive with Harv Ecker. Um, it, it's that I realized that what takes us out of the game is the decision, Right. So I, so, you know, when my wife and I dove into it, it was doing those things that stopped creating that decision to take us out because you get a lot of, in any business, you get a lot of no's. You know, I get coaches who have 98% of coaches have no clients. It's like Hollywood. Um, and so, you know, I've, we've probably trained over 10,000 coaches and it was the number one thing is getting them over that right? It's like if you were a baseball player and you hit one or two out of 10, you're, you're making millions of dollars. So, and it's, it's being willing to take the no, knowing that people don't K and O W also home-based business. You've got to create a strategy. Um, the other thing too, is you have to find out who the leaders are around you. So the biggest way to get, become successful in any business, you know, and this really relates to any entrepreneur business where you're at home is I always say my three pillars of success are three, three coaches, two mentors, and a mastermind. Three coaches, two mentors, and a mastermind. And that will make a difference for your business because what that does is it gives you the coach who really keeps you in moving in the direction you want to go and will kick you behind. One coach who understands more of the business and one coach who does the health, the mental, whatever that is, the mentors are one is typically a lifestyle or a service or something that you want. And the other mentor is much more about, um, they probably are in your business or understand your business or business. And then the mastermind is a group of individuals get together to create something out of nothing. And if you get those three, that those three components going, you'll be, the success quotient goes way up and then creating a funnel for your business. We drew our business out all the time. Now I didn't because I can't read my own writing. So my wife would take a board. So we knew who the key players were, what the leaders, and got them into personal development really early on. Gotcha. So when you say leaders, do you mean these are the leaders who are already rocking and rolling in the industry that you're in as well? Are they the people you want to network with? Is that the type of leaders you're talking about? Both. It's, it's people. So if you want to be at a certain level in any business, it's like, I'm going to go talk to in network marketing. You have like a lot of things called Royal diamonds and this and that I'm going to go to the Royal diamond. I'm going to go to the person at the top and say, I'm willing to do whatever it takes. I'm here to be of service. How can I help you? Hmm. And that got us. And a lot of times the people at the top don't have as much to do as you think they do. They're always like, nobody calls me because they think I'm too busy. Um, so it's those, and it's also any organization you build, I'm always looking for leaders. I didn't run a coaching program, or my wife and I don't run an international coaching program without leaders within the organization, and that we learn to delegate to their specialty, delegate to their greatness. And the more greatness that comes around you, hire people better and smarter than you. That's what Henry Ford did for Ford Motors. He created groups around him that were smarter than him. Right. So you take your ego out of it and that's how you grow fast and you don't stop. You have to do it daily. Whatever you're doing, do it every single day. Awesome. Now, what is it that that you 
when you met these people like Bob Proctor or Zig Ziglar, whoever it may be, what was it that you did to approach them where you could be of service to someone, to someone like that? Um, well, here's the thing. When you go to an event, if you go bombard them, that's not the good way to do it. There's the, that's not a great plan because if I've got 5,000 people in front of me, you're one of 5,000 people. So typically what will really stand out is, you know, people used to come up and say, Michael Silvers, thank you so much. If there's anything I could ever do to be of service, that would be fantastic. And like, that's the end of the conversation. And then it's my decision whether to say, well, hold on a second. Um, what most people do is what they call spray and pray. Here's my card. Here's my card. Here's, here's what I do. I'm so great. I'm so amazing. Oh my gosh. I, I got to work for you. You know, it's like, slow down, <laughs> slow down. Cause it's, it's still all about you. I don't even know who you are. Um, and so what we always did was, and, and, and in a way, because we've been in the business for so long, we also have a tendency of now standing back maybe more than we even should because you don't bug the speaker. You don't, there's, there's all these protocols that we have just sort of ingrained in ourselves. Um, but it's going up to them with that truly being of service. A, a great example, uh, in 2005, we were in Australia. Uh, we were in Sydney doing uh, results, which is an NLP level course with Chris. 60 people in the room and he starts talking about having uh, a website, maybe a dating website or a membership website. Nobody in the room moves which is interesting because right in Australia, you have the tall poppy syndrome. So in America, they would all jumped at him, but all been about themselves. And so all we did basically is we went to him at the break and came with the, with my wife and how can we be of service? And that started us then by, he said, great, write me a proposal. Stayed up all night long, wrote a proposal. The next, never had done that before my wife wrote the proposal. Um, everybody was sleeping. We knew came the next day. The proposal was all about us helping him didn't ask for anything, didn't ask for money, didn't ask for investment, didn't ask, building his dream. And he was like, fine, build it. Didn't give us any money to do it. So we had to enroll people to do it with us who were, you know, basically a percentage of nothing at the moment. Um, but that's, that's the attitude that you want to have. You've got to not have the, oh my God, they're, they're a human being just like the rest of us. They are a human being. So how is it that, what would you, how would you want somebody to approach you? And you always have to think of it that way. And when they call you, if you get to that point, it's not like, oh my God, it's, it's, it's another human being on the phone who's asking for some, might need something. And that's, you know, I talked to Harv on the phone. He's very businesslike. I just, how can I be, what do you need? What, what can I help you with today? Okay. He said, do for me at Peak Potentials what you did at Chris in Australia. Great. You got it. That's beautiful. And then do what you say you're going to do. That's the other thing. A lot of people say, can I help you? I can do this. And then they don't follow through. In our business, there's usually second chances are hard to come by. It's, it's moving too fast. And now in the world it's in, in the speaker business, personal development business, coaching business, have you, I, you know, we do trainings every single day on the phone. Have you moved virtually? How does your virtual look? But is it also still have the live component? And are the two now mixing together? Because people still like live. Um, and what is your business plan? Have you created the funnel? Think of a funnel. Your funnel is a path. How, how, who enters it? How do they, what presents to them every, every bit along the way? And, and what happens to the path? Is it, is it basically a group of individuals who come in and you first do individual coaching, then you do group mentoring, because that's a much better model anyways. Then you create a mastermind, which is maybe 2,500 to 25,000. It could be more. And then do you have a personal retreat? Do you have a one-on-one -on -one, one day with you for 50 grand? But what is that? And the, the greater you know your why and you know that model, the quicker you'll get to where you want to go as long as you also build in the components of service along the way. We're always looking for people. We do a virtual event every Thursday, right? We have speakers every 20 minutes, every single Thursday, really the rest of our life is a, is a and we're, we're one of the largest personal development companies and people still, they're like, wow, they must be too busy. They must be, we're always reaching out. Well, I'm just not there yet. Okay. You're not there yet because you're saying you're not there yet. I didn't even ask if you have a product. I just asked, do you have great content for 17 minutes? So be of service and also be confident in yourself. You have something to give. Everybody does. And you can always be resourceful. I think that's a cool, um, it's, it's key what you're saying here is that everyone has something to give. You've gone through life experiences. You've gone through some things that 
other people wouldn't have dreamed of. And if you're coming from that place of service, like you're saying, coming from your heart, trust me, you will be resourceful of what you can give. You'll always be resourceful of how you can serve. Once you look past that story of I'm not there yet, I don't have that ready yet, all those different things. Um, my, my, a question that came up was when you were saying about people's why, do you, what's your deep why of why you're doing this? I know you talked a bit about your legacy and your, your grandchildren and all those different things. Is there a solid, like a, a real hook of a why you're, you're sort of in this, in this personal development space? Uh, you know, it, it's <laughs> for me, it is, it is actually truly the grandkids. It, I found, and I know for some, it's there's that's the Nets legacy and my wife and everything we've created together. And, you know, what we'll leave, it's, it is true. You know, how many will be there the day you pass away? Not because of your ego, but because of the differences you've made in people's lives around the world. Uh, we've probably touched over a million people already. And that, and we're nowhere yet. Nowhere. I mean, Tony Robbins talks about that. He's on the journey of a billion. Um, you know, and we used to say, you've, you know, with just our events alone, you've probably hit 20, 22 million people. And he's like, I haven't even started yet. Um, so it is that the legacy is what world am I leaving for them? What it's not about how they'll remember me in a way, but more about what will they be left with? Mm. Well, what type of world do you want to leave them? Is there anything in particular that you want to see that, that change from the world that you grew up in? Um, well, when I was a kid, I would have said everything's like Disneyland, but that's okay. I grew up right near Disneyland. So, um, you know, and, and, and something most people don't know is I did want to live above the Pirates of the Caribbean, but that's a story for another day. <laughs> so, um, really, a, a, if nothing else, a world where people listen to each other. If I was to make it clear, I mean, you could talk about environment, you could talk about, uh, you know, peace, a world where people truly listen to each other it, it's an issue i'm still dealing with every day that would be a beautiful world wow and it's not i like how you say it's not just listening it's truly listening it's That's not correct. just it's not just hearing right it's not just like oh yeah i'll take the time to hear your position it's truly listening right that's correct i think that's that i think correct. that's a key piece you can tie into the service tie into serving like when someone's explaining when you ask someone how may i be of service truly listen it's like because what they might explain there could be a few levels deeper that you can pick up on that you know they might say do this 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 and this uh that'll be a really big help but what you can really see is how overwhelmed or stressed or worried they are where it's no matter what you do they're still going to be struggling and you can truly listen to the some underlying cause or some deeper way that they might not even see themselves is that what you've come across as well that's exactly right. And that's, that's, you said it perfectly. I don't even need to put a topper on that. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, what other tips do you have for someone? Cause a lot of people are coaches, consultants. They're now starting to recognize that it is their network and their team that they have around them. That's going to, uh, you know, build their success long-term and allow them to serve the world the way they want. Uh, I know you mentioned the three coaches, two mentors, one mastermind, how is it someone can get started in building their team and starting to reach out to these sort of people? Yeah. Um, I, I, very simply, this is, this is what we did. Think of it this way for the next year. Um, you're going to talk to two new people every day and you're going to hear, you're going to listen to them and you're going to ask them what they do. And if they turn it back around and say, well, tell me what you do. Fantastic. If they don't, You've met a new person and they're not right because you want people who want to also know about other people. Um, the other thing that I did is I went to the local business and I, I'm in a bedroom community of Seattle, so I'm outside of Seattle, but went to the local business people and I would basically say, you obviously have a very successful business and I'm an introvert. So for me, this was overcoming all that other stuff, um, but you obviously have a very successful business. Uh, how may I be of service? And I would also say, do you, would you mind ever sitting down for 10 minutes and tell me how you built this? Whether it was from a restaurant to a chamber of commerce, whatever that is. And they would. And once in a while, they would turn around and say, tell me about what you do. And you don't slay them with whatever business you're in. I would show them the vision of where I'm going, what it could do, how it could potentially help them. Um, but I did that from what they told me. And that takes practice. 
So basically I say two new people every single day and listen and then and look for though those their eyes sparkle they light up those are your next leaders so in any business you're in uh, that will make a big difference mm. and it's leading I mean, it, I, you know we're always looking for the magic bullet and it's it's just you, you, it's you got to do it it's that consistent strategic every day what am i doing every single day the leaders do it every single day the ones who never build it's a, it's a habit it's a, i mean it's a hobby Mm. A hobby, you always be paid as a hobby. You have to treat everything like a business. Mm. Coaches, the same thing. Uh, uh, massage therapists, I can go on and on. Uh, doctors, lawyers, I mean, we work with, you know, if you, as long as you treat it as a hobby, you'll be paid as a hobby. Mm. If it's a, so many people can get a lot from this because it's the consistency of reaching out uh, time and time again. And it's doing it from, is it, the place you're doing it from also matters, right? Yeah, that's the, that's the underlying theme here is it's not reaching out because you're growing your business. It's reaching out to serve because you're truly wanting to listen and then building your business with whatever deep information you can get using the creativity of that place of service. Is that what I'm hearing? That's correct. That's correct. And, and realize too, no matter where you're at, right? Uh, you you get hungry. Les Brown just talks about getting hungry. Um, so, but you know, uh, research, study, listen. I'm not a big reader, so I do a lot of listening. Um, but listen to what's going on out there. Listen to podcasts. Listen to the old mentors. There's a reason. Um, you know that will bring that shift in you. And and you know what? You're going to bowl some people over. I do it all the time still, right? And it's it's realizing, wow, <laughs> look what I just did. Take the learning from it. And then just move on though, because the more you fail, the quicker you'll get to that success. Just don't harm people along the way. Really do your best. And if you do, make sure you're just there and you say, wow, I am so sorry for what I did with, the, with that wanting to change within your spirit itself. Yeah, that, in, that intent that you're coming from. I love what you're saying in terms of just being, not only being of service, but it's the, it's the intent that this is why I'm here. This is, this, is, this is how I'm here to help. And so if you do something that's out of character, or you do something that is um, not aligned with that, recognize there's a lesson in there. There's a that's lesson right. that needs to be learned for you to achieve what it is you're wanting to achieve. And that's, that's right. a, if, such a cool lesson. And if nobody takes, if you take nothing else away from this podcast, everybody who's listening um, tomorrow, do three things you did not expect to do wake up, be grateful, whatever that, whatever your morning routine is. And then just three actions tomorrow that will be of service to somebody else and see how it ends up at the end of your day and start that business plan. People hate doing business plans. It's almost as bad as taxes, but create. And if you don't know how, that's why you hire coaches. That's why you hire business mentors and leaders. That's if you're not willing to invest in yourself, it's not, it's just, it's, there's the very few self-starters and, and I'm an action oriented, but I still always had coaches and mentors. I still do today. Um, I play the same game being, we just did a big mastermind call um, with people, you know, around the world and that it just, you never stop, never stop learning, never stop investing in yourself. Mm, there's never that end goal that, you know, I'm finally there. I don't have to learn anymore. <laughs> you know, like as Tony Robbins says, if you're, if you're not growing, you're dying. And uh, right. it's the same in anything. If it's your health, your business, your relationships, whatever it may be, it's consistently growing, um, consistently being of, on, the, on the cutting edge of what can I learn here? What can I grow? Who can I learn from? Uh, what mentors can I you know, gather in my network? Whatever it may be. Um, what That's is it that you're moving to next? I know you've got the mentor studio. You've got a lot of things going on in terms of helping people connect and share their businesses. What is it that you're focusing on at the moment? Yeah. Um, so a couple of things, right? I'm always a little, but the mentor studio is a big focus. It's a podcast of mine. We work side by side with Podetize, which is actually now the world's largest producer of podcasts. Um, and so I've learned a lot from Tracy, the owner, because we're good friends. But the mentor studio is really to, it, it's, it was a podcast originally more around entertainment. And then I got really busy traveling the world, so it slowed down. <laughs> but now it's truly about mentoring. So whatever it is. So we, you know, we've had anything from 
um, we interviewed Steve Bichette. He's great. I love Steve. He produced Genesis and Peter Gabriel and ELO and Wu-Tang. I mean, you know, his dad was the Stones attorney and produced them. So he's got great stories, but he's in a different place now. So we really got into more of a spirituality and a higher focus and a consciousness. I just interviewed Mohini. She's done 100 movies in India. And at the same time, I interviewed a gentleman who talked about stocks, right? And where you need to look and what's going on. And I don't know if I understood everything because he's brilliant. He went to like MIT when he was six, I think. Um, <laughs> so, but it's, it's, the show is just about mentoring. It's really, how do you, and we do live calls every month too. So it's not just the podcast call. It's, it's that live component. So people can really touch and feel some of these speakers. And, you know, we interviewed a couple of times the second command at Instagram. And, you know, these people all fell in because somebody knew somebody because we helped somebody somewhere. Um, so that's really a focus of mine right now. And we're right now, we're actually developing a higher level mastermind um, that we're starting to invite people to. It's more invitation only. Um, and I also do, um, I'm global head of global training for Power Team, which is one of the largest personal development companies on the planet. And that's where we do a ton of virtual. We're always looking for speakers and trainers because we have so many shows that we do. Um, so it's still, to me, it's the same focus. I'm making a difference in the world. I want to make a change. My wife and I are creating, you know, this virtual coaching business that will bring a change to the world. Wow. Yeah, I, um, you know, during this, during this call, man, I, I can find myself getting emotional when we're talking about these, the deep aspects of serving, because I believe that's really why we're here. And when you focus on serving, all the stories of the ego drop, you know, when you made the 120 bikes, you know, with a group of 20 people, uh, your, the egoic stories of safety and security and significance and status and success would have just dropped, right? They just drop. And you, you start to look at a, at the world in a different way. It's like, okay, I'm starting to feel this in my soul, in my heart. This is why I'm here. And, it can really build, you can really build your network, your team, your mentors, your, your coaches, whatever, whatever network you want to build around you, including your, your success as a, as a business, you can build it from that energy. And that right. seems to be what you've done. Is that the way, is that the way you would describe it? It is. It is. That's actually a really great way to describe it. And it is keeping in the flow of that energy while still creating action the whole way. Because you can look at when we built those bikes also, it was, <laughs> we were in a warehouse that had no air conditioning. Um, and it was a hot Hawaiian day. It was humid. It was anybody who lives in Brisbane, you understand what I'm talking about. Um, and it, we still did it. We overcame whatever it was to make that difference. And you continue to move forward. And people a lot of times don't ask to be mentored. That's the other thing that we find within the flow. I get that all the time. Well, you must be too busy, Michael. I guess I am because you're not asking, right? And then when you talk about the investment, they always, that's where they, well, you know, I have no, you, that's one other thing. Just if I can say one last thing before we go is don't ever be afraid to ask for the sale. That's something if you've got to work on, you got to work on it now. Because usually I'll say right up front, here's the cost. Now let's talk about the course. Let's talk about where you're going. And is that something that fits you? And do we fit you and do you fit us? It's, it's both ways. Um, but never be afraid because that investment in themselves might change their life. And who are you to make the decision they can't afford it? Mm. Yeah. Don't dive in deep into someone's life, you know, and, and nope. make those decisions for them. Stop and saving everybody. It, it, it's, it's, it's crazy for people who are in business to be scared of that. It's such a, it's a personal development and a spiritual journey to, to go on that as well, to, to be Correct. able to overcome that hump. Um, before you leave, what, what advice would you give someone who's stuck there who would be in a space of, yeah, I do get hung up with asking for the sale. What, what's, something you would, what's something you would give them or a piece of advice that you've been able to implement in your life? Yeah. Um, you know, again, this is where the, the old, you know, the magic books, we get this all the time. Um, uh, you, you know, look at some of your patterns that actually don't create that. But typically what I would do is I'd give the assignment. You got to go ask 10 people for the sale. I mean, I would do that with coaches. They go, excuse me. No, I want you to actually literally go down the street and say, I'm a coach. I've been coaching for 10 years. I get people through there and uh, um, $300 an hour to work with. <laughs> you may, may think you're crazy, but it, you just have to do it. It's repetition. You got to just keep doing it. There's really no magic. There's lots of sales strategies, techniques. NLP works 
great, but you still got to get it done and you got to do it. It's like we say for speakers, uh, they'll say, wow, I'm really a great speaker. How many, how many times you've been on stage? 10. Okay, until you've been over a hundred times on stage, you know, that's when you just start learning. So it's the same thing in this. You got to just go out and do it. If, if I'm coaching somebody, I just have them go out and do it. Um, when the, when the guy, when you get your bill at the restaurant, is that, are they shy about it? Not at all. <laughs> so you have to, you have to position yourself, but I'll, I do a little positioning. We talk about where they're at. And I like to do it in groups. Now I don't do it singly anymore. Okay. No magic bullet. You just got to do it. And you got to have a coach behind you who's making sure that you're getting it done right. and you're making sure that your prices make sense because most people underprice themselves. Gotcha. That's for sure. Especially in the coaching world. Uh, Always. And, and the ones who give it away, the problem is then for the rest, they're, well, why would I work with you? Because I can get it over there for $10 an hour. Yeah. And so you have to think of how you affect an industry as a whole because you're part of it. Mm. And this wraps back into, if you'll consistently ask yourself, how may I be of service? You are consistently adding more and more value to your business, to your clients, to right. those who come into your world. Therefore, when, once they invest in themselves, they're going to get that added value. They're going to get the, the creativity of you who's adding value from your heart. And from what I've seen is that can be, if you're stuck over that hurdle, it's because you've stopped asking yourself the question of how can I consistently add more value? Is that what you right. found? That's, that's exactly what I found. And, you know, it's been, it's, look, we added value. Hopefully tonight I added some value. You've added value to me. It's, it's how do we work together? We didn't know each other just a couple of weeks ago. Mm -hmm. um, and that's where you'd be of service in a community and continue to add value. We used to make fun. So when we created the mentor studio, uh, there used to be, there's a component of it called the vertical life, but it's 200 all year for to work with these mentors. You get to you get to talk to these mentors. You would never, I mean, these people, you'd pay 10,000 an hour just to talk to them. Um, and people will go, well, $200 an hour. And I, I always laugh. I'm like, okay, this is, so where are you in your life that that stops you from moving forward? And if $200 one time stops you from moving forward, we need to look at the bigger picture. And it's that same thing then, can I ask for this? It, it goes back and forth. You know, can I ask for the sale? Where's that? So this, for me, it's always been a test. If, if somebody will just say 200, I'm in without even a thought, then there is some, there's motion there. If that becomes a block or a problem, that's a much deeper problem we have to work with. Wow. Yeah, totally. I mean, uh, this resonates so much with what i'm all about it definitely definitely triggers me in my heart and my calling because i know i know you've added so much value here and got got thinking not only on how people can start to shift the way they view going out and serving but also some practical steps of how to do it now and how to get outside your comfort zone doing it um that's super important and if someone's listening to this and it's resonating with them and they're like okay i need to start moving forward, where is it the best place they can, they can find out more about you and get in contact? Yeah, easy. We're redoing the site right now. Nothing fancy. It's got a couple pages keeping it simple because the whole life is about simplicity. Now they can just go to the mentor awesome. and that's where they can find out about me. They can take a look at the, the, what we've done. Um, we, you know, we, we're basically building a membership site part of it, but it's going to be a very soft membership site. Um, but we have tons of free content to, to give away. Um, and you know, it's, it's really, it's that simple. Just do it. Just do it. You subscribe to the YouTube channel. I'm a happy camper, right? We have a lot more going on than that. Cause we have a lot in entertainment going on right now. Um, and I'm always willing to be on other people's shows. I'm just being, I'm watching whose shows I'm being on. You know, we made an instant connection. This was easy. You know, I actually, everybody, I blew the first call we were supposed to have, totally missed it. Um, and you've got to be coming back and saying, I'm sorry. And at that point, you know, and you were great about it. And I went, because life happens, right? But I did it. Um, and that's where you just, I'm always looking for that. So just go to thementorstudio.com. Check it out. If you have any questions, you can always email me. My email, uh, you can put it up on your site. Um, if you want, that's fine. And Easy. I respond bullet points. I want bullet points. I get, I get paragraphs. You're not going to get an email back. Send me bullet points. Happy to send an email back. <laughs> awesome. Take that for, take that as a, a, a bit of word of caution. Just, <laughs> Thank you, you. You basically put in, uh, put in 
those bullet points and you, you'll get the reply. But one thing I want to touch on before we, before we finish up here is uh, this will tie into how people network and how you build your team and, and how you be of service. Because when Michael missed the interview, the first one we had scheduled, um, not only did I send a message back saying, yeah, life happens, I totally understand. Um, I just come from a place of no expectation and just sending love. Every single person I meet, every single person I, I interact with on Facebook who's in my community, who's doing this sort of work, who I come across, uh, it doesn't matter what they say, how they say it, no matter what, what comes about, I separate myself from all outcomes as best as I can to my conscious, to my conscious awareness, separate myself from the outcomes and from the results. And I just come from a place of love. No matter what happens, it's meant to happen. No matter what, uh, you know, even if someone is on the surface, not the way you think they should be or something wasn't panned out the way your ego thinks it should be, just come from that place of love and come from that place of knowing that what happens is meant to happen. And if you're coming from a place of love, then you're tapped into that, that divine universal energy. And that's why when I, when I say to Michael, man, it, it happens, I get that. I was literally feeling that. I was feeling love for him, making sure he's okay, making sure it wasn't, um, you know, coming from that place of, you know, I, I canceled because this happened and maybe I have no clue, maybe something awful happened and I'm just there judging, you know, but always coming from that place of love, no matter what, and separating yourself from the outcome and having that deep knowing is, uh, is a space that I'm coming from more and more through my meditation journey. And it's just been a game changer for, the, for how I network and who I'm getting introduced to and how I'm adding value. Um, so that's just something I wanted to wrap up with before we finish up. Is there anything else you'd like to add to, to make this conversation feel complete for you? No, it's actually been, this has been great tonight. It's great, great meeting with you. Great working with your, you know, your audience. And um, it feels very complete actually. Awesome. Beautiful. Well, I just want to thank you for not only coming on here and sharing your wisdom, but following your heart and being from a place of service, going from working from everyone uh, and being of service there to following your own calling and following your own expansion and putting that out into the world, whether it be through the, through mentor studio or, or, or through your online programs in which you, you allow people to you know, share their work. You're just doing some awesome, awesome stuff. And I can't wait to see what we can do moving forward and um, can't wait for my audience to hear this because there's going to be a lot of value in here. So thanks so much, Michael. Thank you for having me on. It's been great. Thanks for listening to the Awaken Your Business podcast. If you're like me and you have a heart that wants to contribute, you might want to come join us over on the online Facebook community called Connect, Contribute, Collaborate. This is the community of heart-centered business owners who are all doing this internal work. We mastermind around the latest business topics. We collaborate with each other to grow as one. And we do what we can to assist some charities and worthy causes around the world. So head over to tysoncoaching.com where you can find the link to join. And if you know you want to dive in deep into this work yourself, sign up for the free transformational group coaching calls. Whether you want to uncover some unconscious patterns or shift those you're already aware of, or maybe even just benefiting from the live coaching of other members, there's always takeaways that lead to more peace and clearly more business success on the other end. Because I believe it's not what you learn here that's going to help you with your awakening, it's what you actually do with it. So if it feels like your expansion, jump over to tysoncoaching.com and I'll see you in the community. Take care now.